Radio. Welcome to Squire Radio. I'm Bo. And I'm John David. JD! Hey, Bo. Good afternoon, man. Man, good afternoon to you too, sir. How you doing today? Man, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm doing okay. <laughs> I'm doing I, you know, okay. I, got, I got to tell people while I'm, while I'm laughing, because I don't know that we... I can't remember if we've addressed this on the show or not, but very recently, as in within the last like three months, you've yeah. been really pushing... The hey man, we we need we need our webcams on. We need to be able to see each other. I, I want to see you, man. When we're yeah. doing this, I want to. You know, we live in different <laughs> cities, and it's yeah. just a, there's just energy that comes with me being able to look at your giant massive forehead and yeah, everything else. <laughs> no, like that's the thing though. Like I get so self conscious seeing myself in the webcam, and oh, then also same. the way it's yeah. set up is. Like I've got, you know, the, the funny thing is like, it, it's hard to explain. No, you, it's not hard to explain. You remember the matrix, the the first yeah. matrix. Okay. Yeah, that, that, that's a movie I saw. Yeah. That is one you have seen. Yeah, all right. That's a so movie I saw. they got all the monitors, right? The guy that like, um, oh gosh, I'm blanking on the bad guy's name, but anyway, he's like sitting there and he's got all the monitors in front of him. That is basically my setup. I've got this one, this one, this one. And typically I have one or two behind me for different purposes. Right. And so, I'm like, okay, webcam. Oh, snap. Well, that's going to be facing this way and not this way. So you're going to get like a constant profile view. And I'm giving you the side eye every single time I look at you. I I mean, it's reminiscent of the old, you know, like when we were together and you you like – I'd say something stupid and you kind of give me that side eye, you know I mean? It just, so it just, it, this way it's kind of permanent, right? It Fair just kind enough, of fits yeah. in all the time. Yeah. No, it's, yeah. it's good. It's good. It I works, like it. man. It's, oh. good, uh, it, it's a, it's a nice addition. So this is going to be, this is, this is a good episode for the side eye, man, with what we're going to be talking about. Yeah. Uh, but before we jump into that, we've got a couple things we need to cover first, man. First off, you know, we've been talking about it for the last several episodes. We've got the country squire radio ring out available now. And if you go to country radio.com, uh, you'll find a direct link where you can order yours there. Gorgeous ring, you know, really, really been enjoying it. Actually, I, it's actually kind of become part of my normal attire. I find like yeah. I put like I literally have the ring sitting next to my watch. And when I put on my watch, I put on the ring and, you know, I uh, I go out and look very fashionable. It's and part of your everyday carry now. I mean, it, well, it's, every day yeah. when I'm out of the house, that's the that's the main yeah. thing. Like, yeah, you yeah, know, because. Sure. Well, you know, when you get out of the house, you want to kind of look good a little bit. You know, you gotta <laughs> like you don't want to be too roughed up. Although that is going to kind of play into a quick fire question we have coming down the road. More on that later. But uh, yeah, man, I've been really, really enjoying the Country Squire ring. Man, me too. And of course, Mimo Briar and uh, Handmade here in the United States, and uh, just so uh, so thankful for how those came out. And uh, and mean, really, really, really proud of them. So uh, grab one. We think you'll enjoy it. That's right, man. And then uh, hey, of course, this show is made possible by our amazing patrons over at Patreon.com/slash Country Squire Radio. Man, we've got not one, but two new squires joining uh, the Country Squire Radio International Pipe Club. Yeah. I'm, I'm really excited about this. We have... I'm excited about this, too. <laughs> from from the, the... We have both the, the marsh and the dust uh, lands represented here with Jeff of the wet marshlands. I think it, it's it it's wit marshes maybe oh. it, it, unless it's German and it could be wit marshes but oh um, huh. man yeah but Jeff that's great thanks for joining <laughs> man <laughs> uh, thank you for joining us all the way from the wet marshes uh, and then we also have from the dustlands Michael Dutton. <laughs> The it's son of Dutt. I should have been hey, a yeah, son, it, son of Dutt. That would have made much more sense. I was about to say, it has nothing sense. to do with dust because it's a D-U-T-S-O-N. But See, Michael, I dyslexia, uh, my dyslexia threw all that off. It's so bad you can't even say dyslexia. That's great. Uh, <laughs> uh, man, Michael, thanks for thanks for hopping on board, man, at the uh, at the Squire level. That's awesome. 
That's right. We also have Brian McNevin, who is joining us as a, as a patron and supporting the show that way. And yeah. y'all, again, we cannot do it without your support. So thank y'all so much. If you want to learn more, head over to patreon.com slash radio. Oh, man, you know, it's funny. I'm, I'm so eager to get into this, uh, this, this topic that I completely forgot. We also have some, like, physical mail here. Uh, yeah, it, yeah, mailbag, but mail mailbox. It's it's a mailbox. I got a, I got a box. You said you were asking me about this, and uh, so Mark VV, longtime listener of the show, someone who's been referenced several times, and uh, I, I I think Country Squire Radio super fan. I think is a, a way to absolutely. say absolutely, and 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 uh, and become a, a dear friend. Yeah, that's right. All right, so so you've actually opened yours because we were talking about this. And I was saying well, I wanted to kind of do it live, yeah. and so I, I've got my box here. I'm about to open it up. Okay. Now, I haven't looked inside yet, but like, there's there's something I need to acknowledge here. It's from Mark, which already has me mildly nervous. Right. And then it's also because <laughs> because Mark can be a trickster, but it's also rather light, which for some reason makes me even more nervous. No, it's good. Yeah, it, it could be. Uh, it could be a lot of things. Uh, it really, it really could. I think you'll. Uh, I think you'll be happy with it. Ooh. Okay. All right. Let's see. Black trash bags, which wow. could mean like a you know a severed hand or something. <laughs> Someone's <laughs> oh, kidney. <laughs> now we got the Taps VIP. All Isn't right, that nice man. Yes. I know what a great treat. It's a uh, Taps VIP tobacco that uh, I think you referenced not too long ago on the show, and um, it's a um, you know. Well, I'll just read the back of it real quick. Uh, Triangle area pipe smokers is located in the historical heart of tobacco country. Uh, the remnants of tobacco glories days can be seen in the Victorian homes lining somnolent streets of isolated small towns and in the tobacco barns that dot the rural landscape. Fortunate to have within its membership a master blender, VIP comes with two great classic southern tobaccos from the tobacco heartland, bright Virginias from the bayous of Louisiana, spicy Perique, with a classic aromatic flavor. The result is a local expression of a fine Virginia Perique. And so, uh, yeah, Taps VIP, really nice tin, man. Absolutely. Oh, th- this is exciting, man. I'm so excited. You know, this is, so yeah. I mentioned Mark's a trickster, right? Right. <laughs> right. He is. <laughs> so, all right. So not, not, not only do I get this beautiful tin of tobacco, but I, I felt something else while you were reading that. I was like, oh my goodness, he just sent me a pipe. And Mark, like, that's the thing. Mark is a trickster, but he is also extremely generous. And so, like, I've got some gorgeous pipes, <laughs> a few of which are in my collection because of Mark. And so I'm feeling this and I'm thinking like, oh my goodness, you know, just recently I saw this image, I guess it might've been on Reddit. Maybe it was on Instagram of like this pipe with kind of this unique square shape. Yeah. And I was like, no way. I did not, I don't think I mentioned anywhere that this is a pipe that I wanted. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> and so then I kind of reach in, I pull it out and like, and I, I noticed kind of first off the coloring i'm like well no that that's not the pipe that i was thinking of and then as my hand wrapped around this i mean uh how, how to say it i thought that i that this was about to be a high-end pipe i didn't yeah. realize i was going to get one of the holy grails of it, pipedom it, not just a high-end pipe it's like the highest end pipe it, yeah it really is i mean especially with this uh exquisite beaver rustication uh, oh my that, goodness that we've that we've discussed on the show before matter of fact we have an entire episode surrounding this incredible carver but um man Bo, what are you holding there what am i holding i i, I feel as it, you've got one too this is amazing man this is <laughs> i i the i feel as though i can feel the power because ladies and gentlemen i am holding and john david is currently holding in his hand connected by the power we yes. are both holding 
Glenn Original Pipes. Yeah, right G-L-Y-N, here. man. Glenn, Glenn Pipes. It's, it's Glenn the, Pipes, it's the, my goodness. We think it's, uh, I mean, these look to be bona fide, you know, originals. I mean, the, uh, you know, and, and the way you can really authenticate Glenn Pipes is, you know, obviously the beaver rustication. You want to make sure that, that the <laughs> that the beaver uh, teeth and, and claws yes. are uh, look, looked like they were asymmetrical, like maybe the beaver had chewed on like a, uh, like a, uh, three-fourths like a, like of Like iron fence or something for a yes. while. You know, yeah, and so, and and also another way to authenticate a Glenn pipe is the uh, you know asymmetrical drilling. That's that's very important. Okay. And, uh, of course, this has that in in spades. Yours comes um, off. See, mine's I think mine's like welded on there. I don't think I can fuse together. Yeah, that's <laughs> one that's thing. Crazy. Mark said in his letter, uh, man, just is Mark. And by the way, thank you so much, man. This yeah, is so absolutely. Generous, but, um, <laughs> this is huge. He says, uh, uh, Steve, he. He says, uh, Steve, the International Pipe Smoking Day Raptor, left these on my porch last year because I was a good boy. Uh, I generously impart them to you guys. Uh, maybe the stems I had made cost more than the bowls? Question mark. <laughs> Uh, but that's not the point. The point is Steve clearly has good taste and a wicked sense of humor. Enjoy these pipes. And so uh, anyway, Mark, thank you so much, brother, for our own uh, Glenn pipes. Uh, uh, he um, is really cool. Mark found these uh, found these Glenn bowls uh, that we've referenced on a show uh, before uh, online. And he actually sent these to Briarville. Uh, Briarville, a great uh, pipe uh, restoration um, outfit. They they do really good work. You should look into them if you ever need a new stem made or a pipe uh, cleaned or restored. And uh, anyway, he had Briarville make these uh, make these uh, stems for these uh, beautiful Glen pipes. And um, I, I I must say it, uh, it, it 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 the stems are very nice. <laughs> I just you know I I I I am so full of the love something. That is coming from this Glenn pipe right here. I mean, like this is, it's it's one of the holy grails of pipedom, ladies and gentlemen. I really, I, yeah. I, I'm honored. I, I think, I think we're done, John David. I think, I think we've reached the max of what we can do with Country Squire Radio when we this, now both hold Glenn pipes. People thought, you know, that the we jumped the shark when, um, you know, we had like our barbecue episode or something. We didn't, we, we didn't do did. that though. We never we, actually, we never did. did. That, yeah. And but here, here's the Glenn <laughs> pipe, and so yeah, it, that's it, man. That's it. <laughs> All right. This is, you know, the great thing, look, like if you don't believe in God's providence, this is the beautiful thing, because not only are we holding Glenn Pipes today of all days, we are actually doing a hamster cage pipe tobacco episode. And man, like, can you like, I wish, quote unquote, I wish I had the hamster cage pipe tobacco we're about to talk about, because then I could really enjoy it to a whole nother level in my Glenn Pipe. Right. I mean, it, it is something about, uh, man, the good Lord's uh, providence and, uh, you know, orchestrating all these things for our good and his glory. And here we are, mm-hmm. uh, you know, holding these uh, brand new uh, Glenn pipes with their signature beaver rustication. And, um, and, and, and of course, we're talking about uh, tobacco from the hamster cage with love, man. This is, uh, man, a hamster cage special. Of course, this is uh, Country Squire Radio's opportunity to tour some of the best pipe tobaccos in the world. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, you know that this is so. This is what we do, right? We we you know at, on Country Squire Radio, we take uh, our opportunities to talk about the finest uh, tobaccos in the world, the finest uh, pipe tobaccos that have been painstakingly blended and 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 crafted, aged, and the leaves, uh, you know, very particularly sourced from from specific regions around the world, and you know all these uh, famous blenders that have come together to make these exquisite tobaccos, and then and, and then talk about other tobaccos too and and uh and and we talk about well there's the um, best 
And there's the rest. And there's the rest. And then there's the, 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 I was about to say the best of the rest, but there's also the worst of the rest. <laughs> there's also the worst. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And so we, uh, you know, occasionally we'll bring up these, uh, tobaccos that are just, are just so awful, uh, that you, that you think of them as, um, you know, something to, to line your hamster cage with. And of course, we refer to these as hamster cage tobaccos and they are the brunt of, some of our more animated episodes on Country Squire Radio, and we are resurrecting that that today. Yeah. All right. So that's always a little bit of a challenge because I'm I'm thinking you know part of this is <laughs> we I, I think I think one thing that has to be stated is that if I'm not mistaken, after the first hamster cage pipe tobacco, maybe the second one. I think you incorporated the name or suggested we incorporated the name with love. So like from the hamster cage with love. Yeah. And th- so, you know, <laughs> that's important, right? Because that everything is somebody's favorite something. You know what I mean? No, you're you're right. You're right. And and, and with this one, we might we, we may forego that. I mean, you know, I don't I, <laughs> I, you know, because I'm I'm typically the, the I'm trying to undercut of, it. And you're like, nope. <laughs> I'm typically the half of Country Squire Radio that's always trying to apologize for things, you know. And Bo's uh-huh. like, nah, just rip the bandaid off. Everything's great. And <laughs> and and this is one of those where you know, the, really, we shouldn't have never applied a bandaid to uh, to this particular one. Um, we, um, you know, in the past, uh, Hamster Cage uh, tobaccos, we've talked about Borkum Riff and uh, Captain Black Grape, and then we've uh, and then we 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 have <laughs> talked about premium Hamster Cage tobaccos. That uh, that really, I mean, to be honest, should not be classified as hamster cage tobaccos, but just come in similar packaging. Uh, particularly the amphora tobaccos, which are actually actually great. This is for like if you if you had a uh, a prized thoroughbred hamster, like a, a like a, a hamster with a championship pedigree, you know that that okay. like needed. I mean, you know, this is some, the you know Queen Elizabeth's hamster. This would be something for her, <laughs> right. uh, for for her for her hamster, right? Uh, yeah, you know, of course. Yeah. Um, uh, hey, <laughs> um, but but what about the what about the particularly you know the opposite end of that spectrum? What about the particularly bad? Hamsters, you know what? What about the 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 hamsters that maybe have uh, have evil thoughts or are irredeemable? Uh, the Rasputin's you know, hamster. Well, if you th- Rasputin's hamster, the ones if you ever read, uh, you know, Dante's Inferno, the hamsters that mm. might be included in, you know, the the uh, the the Inferno. Uh, you know what the ones whose souls are irredeemable. You know uh, that really the hamsters that embody evil. I mean, these are the wow. hamsters. You know, we are wow. just now coming <laughs> off of uh, of Halloween, and um, yeah. you know it's so so the worst of the worst. And uh, you know, to paraphrase the great Puritan Jonathan Edwards, the road to hell is paved with the skulls of these unforgivable hamsters. Right? It's uh, <laughs> it. <laughs> I think that was a, was that a direct quote? I can't remember. Um, I, I'm paraphrasing for sure. Yeah, is <laughs> so you know. So we have tobaccos that are that are uh, appropriate for said hamster cages, and uh, and today we are talking about O H M pipe tobaccos. O H M pipe tobaccos. We got several samples of these in not too long ago at the Country Squire, and uh, you know, just wanted to share our candid thoughts on these tobaccos and the look on Bo's face just uh, as he's googling these uh, these these exquisite tobaccos is, is bringing uh, to mind everything that's on my mind. <laughs> We get samples of this kind of stuff occasionally from, uh, you know, folks in the in the tobacco world. And it being a a tobacco shop, the Country Squire, we are a tobacconist. We sell hand blended pipe tobacco, uh, exquisite uh, briar pipes from all over the world, handmade cigars that range in you know price from ten dollars to hundred dollar. You know, they're all. I mean, we sell premium tobacco products, right? But but because of our 
category that we get put in. We also get these catalogs and promotionals from uh, distributors that uh, sell things like detox shampoos and Zippo lighters that have inappropriate images on them that we are not Country Squire Radio friendly and, uh, right. you know, um, fake urine to pass a drug test maybe or Bob Marley t-shirts, these, uh, <laughs> these low-end tobacco shops that just, you know, that's what they carry and that's, hey, everyone's got to make a living. So, OHM tobaccos, they come in one-pound bags and eight-ounce bags, and they have the delicious flavors of uh, natural, bold, extra bold, uh, Turkish red, (laughs) Turkish yellow, menthol, silver, and blue. And I'm assuming blue is... uh, Wait, 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 wait. blue? (laughs) I think that's the one that tastes like Smurf berries, right? (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. So, so you've got this extra, you know, wonderful flavor palette here, <laughs> uh, you know. So it's, it's it really is uh, quite impressive. I spent a long time trying to find out what OHM stands for. I I, I spent a, a very inappropriate amount of time looking for what <laughs> OHM stands for, and there is no evidence whatsoever online that OHM stands for anything. I have no idea, so I'm just imparting on OHM only hamsters, man, only hamsters. <laughs> Um, that's, that's all I got. Um, that's, that's, this, that's pretty good. I mean, you know, that's, that's all I got. Uh, they market this tobacco as being mixtures of, uh, Burley, Virginia, uh, mm. and occasionally Turkish tobaccos, just depending on the blend. Of course, these are, uh, marketed as quote, a flawless selection of tobaccos. The tobacco leaves are treated in a skilled manner. <laughs> Not sure what skill that is, but, you know. <laughs> But the, uh, some skill is involved, which is which is right. fantastic. <laughs> it contains real tobacco leaf. <laughs> it, it, it does, which is which is very impressive. Uh, they also want right. you to know that the tobacco is cured and blended, so that's that's good. Mm. I don't know what it was cured of. Maybe it was cured of COVID. <laughs> maybe maybe it, you know. Hey. This is, you know? um, and, and, and this is this is what I really like about uh, how OHM describes their tobacco. Uh, this tobacco stands apart from the competition because, quote, the tobacco leaves have been filtered. The filtration process makes the blend strong and smooth, especially in comparison with other options available on the market. So F- filtered pipe tobacco. They're saying the tobacco itself has been filtered. And and the only uh-huh. thing I can imagine, you know, in all honesty, the only thing I can imagine they mean by that is that that they're referring to the process of stripping and deveining the tobacco, so that you're basically separating the leaf of the tobacco from the stems and the tears, kind of deal. Huh. That's all I can get from that. So I, I'm I'm assuming that's that's what that means. And so, well, uh, so let so, me ask you this, because like I hear filtered in a tobacco content uh, context, and I'm thinking cigarettes, right? Like that's a terminology that's typically used for cigarettes yeah we well we, and we think of it as just you know a cigarette including a an actual filter right i mean something that is actually physically a part of the nicotine delivery device right Interesting. And, uh, okay but they're saying it's going through a process of filtration before they actually put it in this uh in this bag and and then sell it to you and so again that's the only thing i can think of that they you know uh, it, the the folks at uh, ohm tobaccos are painstakingly re- you know removing the stim- and tears from the leaves of the tobacco so that we don't have to do that on our end and that's it's very incredibly gracious it's, it's very gracious yeah, very, very really. gracious of, but of, i mean uh, like all right but hang on i, I want to stick on this for a second like yeah I, I love where you're going i love where your head's at <laughs> in this discussion already but like literally am i am i start i mean I, I probably started to put the pieces together as soon as i saw what i was looking at but 
Like, are they perhaps trying to market pipe tobacco to a more cigarette or funny cigarette crowd for lack well, see, of a better They can't say anything about that. They can't. That, no. That's the thing. This is taxed as pipe tobacco, so they can't. Right. Uh, they can't refer to anything in that in that way. It, huh. it, it is it is listed as pipe tobacco, and that's why you get the blue and the, the blue. Turkish red uh-huh. and the <laughs> and menthol, right? And, and so these right, are obviously yeah, yeah, yeah. traditional pipe tobacco flavors, right? So blue uh, uh, as, and Turkish as red, and sil- silver, yes. silver. These yes. are tradition. You know what you Wait, might silver. Expect. I missed silver. It's silver. There's there's a silver in there too. There is a silver. Look at that. Menthol, yeah. menthol yeah. gold. What what I like about the OHM tobaccos too, they they really, of course, they take the quality of their product very seriously, <laughs> and so they package them in their trademark fresh lock. That's F R E S dash L O C. Ooh, resealable pouch, and that wow. is a uh, unique. The fresh lock L O C resealable pouch is unique to OHM tobacco. It's so that it quote retains its freshness and uh, and flavor. Wow, and so some high tech stuff right there. Yeah, and so uh, you know, as as you smoke these tobaccos, did, did you hang on? Did you <laughs> did you I, smoke these tobaccos? I powered through a couple. I, okay. I, I did. <laughs> I, I, power, I powered through a couple. I, I I did. I did. And of course, you know, we're having a lot of fun at the expense of. OHM, but right. uh, and, and we get to do that because they're calling themselves pipe tobacco, and this is a pipe tobacco show, and we're you know need some uh, comedic relief occasionally. But uh, yeah, <laughs> o- OHM, of course, this is tobacco that of course is marketed towards uh, the roll your own enthusiasts, and and you know th- there's a big market for that. They make these uh, tobaccos just a little thicker cut uh, in order to be taxed differently by the feds, uh, so that they can uh, they can call this stuff pipe tobacco, but really the way it's uh, processed. And, um, and and marketed is uh, is all uh, based uh, towards the folks that um, you know are rolling their own cigarettes. I mean, you're just uh, you know you're, you're you don't want to buy uh, Marlboro Reds or uh, you know the Turkish uh, Camels or whatever at the at the uh, you know Walgreens or your uh, local gas station. You know you you want to uh, just roll these yourself. And of course uh, the menthol being the giveaway there from right. from the folks at OHM. But uh, yeah, it, it, it's uh, it's really awful though. It, 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 <laughs> <laughs> well, it really is awful. They, uh, yeah. you know, it's one of those things. There are good rolling tobaccos. There really are good rolling tobaccos that are marketed as pipe tobaccos and, and you know, do a great job at, at having some of that nice, more nuanced flavor that, you know, you can enjoy through uh, maybe a, a high quality rolling paper or something. But yeah, in my in my mind, OHM is, is probably not one of them. <laughs> wow. <laughs> there is a like a chemically ashy flavor to them that it's just uh, not really, um, you know, not something that's particularly uh, sought after in a high quality pipe tobacco. <laughs> you know, I was thinking about what these, the smell of this reminds me of and Bo, have you you know you lived in in Jackson for a long time and and you know I'm sure oh, yeah. we're familiar with the the familiar with the the reservoir area up there and um you know did you did, are you familiar with the old dive called Shuckers are, do you oh yeah Shuckers? of course I know Shuckers yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I've got I've got some terrible memories from Shuckers absolutely. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, maybe you kind of know where I'm going with this. I'm trying to think. Like Shuckers is, how do I describe it? It's one of those. It, it it's one of those places where, like the, you know, well, I, I, I need to be delicate. Yeah, I was about to say, be, be respectful, but people, I, I, like, I need to be delicate. This, yeah. this is the this is the kind of place where. 
you know, if 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 a uh, let's say a twenty three year old John David okay. wanted to go to and uh-huh. become good f- friends, <laughs> if if you if you peaked in high school and it's been peak- a couple of decades. <laughs> Right. And you, it, like, you're okay, probably okay. at this place. It, it, well, right. That, no, that's, that's true. But, but also if I'm a, if I'm a young, a, a young male, uh, you know, professional that would like to, you know, maybe encounter a, um, a, a lady that is more of our parents age. Right. right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, have some quality time with that person. Then right, this yeah. is, this is the place you would go. Right. This is the place. This is, right. This That's is what I'm the, saying. She, she peaked in high school and now she's, <laughs> she's at Shuckers. I'm like, just you saying know, it, you know, that's just kind of what happens. So anyway. And there's, hey, I mean like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, uh, football stars that, that, that peaked in high school and are at Shuckers too. And, Strike yeah. it out because they're all ladies are all going a little bit younger there. <laughs> no, I, I, you know it, it. It is what it is. But it is know, what it th- is. So anyway, the these the smell of this kind of it just kind of reminds me of Shuckers. You wow. know. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Ma- yeah. So you know. Um. Anyway, we did choke a few of these down. Shuckers um, is also an oyster bar too. I mean, like to be clear, when we're no, talking, they got good food. Yeah, when we're talking, you know, smell. It's not because of the people. It's because of uh, it's because of the oysters. It's because of the oysters. Right. Yeah, I want to be clear on that. Exactly. Um. <laughs> anyway, uh, what kind of oysters are we? Right. You're getting in so um, much trouble, man. <laughs> this is a disaster. Um. Anyway, uh, you know, so it, it, OHM, uh, the the menthol is particularly mentholated. It it does have, uh, you know, kind of that. Um, that, that tangy, uh, astringent uh, menthol flavor that you do associate with some cigarettes, and you know if that's what you're after, that's great. Um, you know, what are they, you doing the, listening to this show? But sure, yeah, right, yeah, absolutely. Uh, the Turkish, uh, the the red, uh, you know, the the bold uh, variety is uh, is pretty bold. I would I would uh, you know uh, compare this maybe to a Marlboro that I've uh, smoked before, and then the uh, the silver is uh, you know typically. When we hear this kind of verbiage referring to cigarette tobacco in the United States, uh, what happened about 10 years ago is they the federal government did not allow them to uh, call cigarettes uh, full or light or extra light or any of that. They had to remove that kind of language from from cigarette marketing. And so um, so there is no you can't call a cigarette ultra light anymore or a, uh, or a light, uh, you know, cigarette anymore. It's just not uh, not legal. And so uh, so they started marketing these colors and the colors are kind of associated with that. And so you're just to, you're oh, supposed to know you're just kind of supposed to know what the colors mean. And you can't really there's they, they can't officially tell you, but you just kind of you know, there's associations that you just kind of, oh, well, all the brands, their stronger one tends to be the red and all and their milder one tends to be the blue and their mildest tends to be the silver and their 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 menthol tends to be the green. And so that's huh. just just what it is. <laughs> that's an, I, I would like, honestly, this is just not my world, man. So I would never have guessed that was the order based on the color scheme. <laughs> yeah. And, that, and that's the thing. You just, uh, you wouldn't know. You, you just would, you wouldn't know unless you kind of have some history with this or have, uh, you know, maybe, um, you know, back in the day you did used to see that that's kind of how they would, uh, you know, the, the gold maybe was more of the, uh, the milder uh, variety. And then they had the uh, silver, which was like the ultra lights, you know, and, uh, and so now they just go with the color because that's all they can do. But um, huh. wow. so anyway, you know, these do kind of track with that. Um, they're they're full body tobaccos. If you are into, into rolling cigarettes, you know, certainly there's, you know, some high quality, you know, cigarette rolling tobaccos that are marketed as pipe tobacco on the market. And then there's OHM. We're, we're having a little fun at their expense, but everyone's got a hamster and or, you know, or, or, 
or has maybe had one in their life at some point. And, and there's good hamsters and bad hamsters. And, 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 you know, for those hamsters that you find yourself struggling with, there's OHM tobacco. <laughs> OHM tobacco. The tobacco that's lining the hamster cage of Satan himself. Only hamsters, man. <laughs> My goodness. All right. Well, man, that's, uh, you know, it's, normally this is the part of the show where we transition to our good friends at Missouri Meerschaum who make quality corn cob pipes. The great thing about quality corn cob pipes is that you can enjoy various pipe tobaccos to get every single flavor. This is what I'm going to do for our good friends at Missouri Meerschaum. I'm going to say don't smoke this pipe tobacco in a Missouri Meerschaum pipe. No. No, don't, maybe, don't. Maybe, maybe go, maybe go Glenn for this stuff, but, when, <laughs> but after you need to save yourself and go back to some good quality, uh, and get the, the fullness of some actual quality pipe tobacco, that's when you pick up your pipe from our good friends at Missouri Meerschaum. That is right. That is right. And maybe you've got a good friend like Mark Van Franken that, uh, has sent you a, um, you know, a delicious <laughs> tin of, uh, TAPS VIP, uh, yes, Virginia Perique pipe tobacco or something like that. And if it's a special pipe tobacco that, you know, you do want to enjoy the nuanced flavor of and, uh, really appreciate, uh, the, the tasting notes, uh, a Missouri Meerschaum is, uh, is just an excellent fit. Uh, what I like what they've done this year, they have a beautiful, uh, section on their website of gift sets that you can go to. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a, one of the first times they've done this, but they come in these very, very handsome uh, Missouri Meerschaum drawstring burlap pouches. It's just very, very attractive how they put them together. Make a really wonderful gift for someone else uh, in your life or for yourself if you need a, a little variety uh, with a handsome carry case. So they vary in uh, you know price and in style. They've got ones that start around fourteen ninety nine and go all the way up to fifty four ninety nine, uh, depending on if you want a, a pipe gift set or a um, you know gift set that uh, includes a pipe, a pouch moistener, and some tobacco. Uh, they've got different types of tobacco that they've uh, kind of curated for this, and um, they've even got some leather goods that they've put in there uh, in these uh, very very attractive gift sets. So uh, go check them out. You can go to corncobpipe.com uh, and select the gift set that is uh, right for you. These holiday bundles, and of course they'll ship it right to your front door. That's right. And hey, if you happen to get a, uh, a holiday bundle, you want to open that up, uh, do kind of an unboxing, take some pictures of it, put it out on social media. Uh, be sure to let the good folks at Missouri Meerschaum know you heard about them on this show. Pipe question of the week. Pipe question of the week, man. Coming in this week, let me get all this terrible pipe tobacco off my screen. <laughs> <laughs> Got all the windows of me trying to like come visit Jackson, Mississippi now, and they're going to want to go. They're going to they're, they're want to go to Shuckers. I mean, I, you know, and and frankly, I'll be happy to send them there. I, did we did we really give a promo to Shuckers? I feel like we just gave an honest representation of what Shuckers is. Uh, but, for it. <laughs> <laughs> Pipe quest of the week this week, man, coming in from Chris uh, from South Londonbury, Vermont. I hope I said that right. Uh, or maybe it's Chris South from Londonbury, Vermont. That might be more accurate. Chris wrote in. He's here's what he had to say. He said, "Hello, I've been enjoying your podcast, which I only recently discovered. Unfortunately, uh, we've all heard a lot of discussion about reserving certain pipes for certain blends or types of blends as well. Uh, there is always a lot of discussion about the many different materials, qualities of materials used to make pipes, and how they affect a smoke. However, yeah. I would love to hear your thoughts about bowl size or a pipe shape affect how a pipe shape affects how we perceive." 
a tobacco. For example, do certain types of tobacco or blends taste better or different in a larger bowl, a smaller bowl, a tall bowl, a narrow bowl, a pipe with thick walls, long shank, etc. I'm doing my best to catch up on the old episodes. Keep up the good work. Thanks. And again, that is Chris uh, from Londonbury, Vermont. Uh, man, Chris, uh, thanks so much for writing in, brother. Great question. One we've kind of talked around the periphery before about, but yeah, it, a lot of folks... It, <laughs> The the main thing for me to say here is your mileage may vary. <laughs> there's there's folks that say, oh yeah, the bowl shape and 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 size and dimensions and the diameter, the uh, pipe, you know, tobacco chamber and all this stuff. It's it's very much going to affect your taste. And there's other folks that are like, nah, it's hogwash, and you know, I don't get any of that stuff. But you know, th- there are some kind of um, overarching rules that some you know have kind of kind of risen their way to the top that folks tend to uh, acknowledge a little bit uh, when they think about pipe shapes and different tobaccos that go in them uh, and and at least what burns better or smokes better and of course it, and you did mention you know the different uh, materials of pipes that uh, you know we know about you know corn cob pipes smoking clean uh, you know uh, clay and and meerschaum pipes smoking clean morta uh, you know not really wanting to build cake and those type of pipes so you can taste the real tobacco uh, flavor that you're smoking you know but there's some other things that we think of as well so a chunky English blend that uh, tends to have that oily Latakia, larger flakes. Um, a lot of times we see folks smoke that in a wider bowl pipe, something that has kind of a um, you know more generous diameter to it than not. Another thing we also see folks uh, tend, for whatever reason, to like to smoke Virginias in a more narrow bowl, sometimes a, a small, uh, narrow cylindrical bowl. I, I think yeah, I go back and forth on why this is. I think uh, a lot of times when you're smoking Virginia's out of a uh, kind of a narrow bowl, it, it has more to do with, you know, th- there's a lot of natural sugar in Virginia's. And when you have to keep them lit by puffing on them at a slower, more gradual, more delicate pace, the oxygen flow, I think, through a more narrow chamber is just a better fit for that. You don't have to puff, puff, puff as much to, to keep those bowls lit as you do a wider, thicker or, you know, a big fat, you you know, uh, big diameter bowl. Uh, so, so I think that might have something to do with it. You know, there's some folks that really prefer to smoke tobacco out of a, a bowl that has kind of a um, U-shaped bottom, you know, kind of a conical uh, cone shape. Uh, that's there and, and, you know, they feel like the flavors are, are more focused towards the bottom. You get a little stronger smoke because a lot of those, you know, ashes have kind of concentrated a little bit there. Again, your mileage may vary. I think that's one of those things where you just have to continue to experiment and see what you like. Personally, again, I tend to smoke, you know, those English blends out of a little more generous sized bowl. And, uh, you know, Virginia's, we tend to gravitate towards a little smaller of a bowl. I have been finding myself recently smoking Virginia's out of a prince-shaped pipe. I, for whatever reason, the prince has been good for me for that, you know. But there again, a prince is really just a just a kind of a pot-shaped pipe with uh, it's more of a function of the you know outside aesthetic of it than a, than a than a function of the the bowl the the chamber itself. So just to continue to continue to smoke them and and try different things and and see what works for you. That's right. Great question there, Chris. And hey, if you've got a pipe question for us, be sure to send it into the show. That's show at countrysquireradio.com. Again, that is show at countrysquireradio.com. Quick with fire with the squire. Jones! All right, man. Quick fire questions. All right. This is going to be a very different quick fire questions. Okay. Uh-oh. And 
<laughs> it is one question. Generally, when that happens, it's a, a little off the rails. But anyway, it, 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 yeah, that, that <laughs> is the case. All right, it is one question. Flip flops or slippers? And I need to explain. Okay. 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 All right. Let All me right. give some context for why these two yeah. uh, foot articles of clothing are being pitted against each other in this scenario. Okay. Because okay. I don't. I don't just mean just in general. I mean out in public. Like you're going to the store or whatever, you know, it may be like flip flops, slippers. These are two shoes that we as a society have decided are not everywhere shoes, right? Like there are many a church in in the South that if you roll in with flip flops on a Sunday morning, they're going to send you right back out the door. God love you, but you're not going to be worshiping here. Like they're going to do that too. It's wrong. It's wrong. But they will. They will. That's that's just it's just part of part of our way. We've we've accepted this. There are many a restaurant that a snooty French raider, no offense to our French listeners, is going to like turn you away for rocking up and wearing uh, flip flops. Even if they don't have a French waiter there, they'll pull one out as soon as they see somebody walking in with the flip flops. Now I'm not talking about Florida. I'm talking about you know the civilized world. So my point is. <laughs> That we as a society, no offense to our Florida listeners, we as a society have made this decision that there are some things that you can wear on your feet in certain places. And there's a there's a listener right now that wears slippers that's from Tampa who really he smokes all this OHM tobacco. He's, and he's French, just like this is the last one, on and he's French, and he's French. Yeah. He's like this is the last episode ever. Yeah. <laughs> please write in if that's you. We yeah, would please, please do. <laughs> we will welcome you on the show before you're before you're out. Uh, all right. So we we but the you know, point is flip flops are one of each other. All right. So then there's the slipper. Okay. Right. I recently. Recently, John David, I was in Chicago, well, relatively recently, and it was raining. There was this massive storm. I only had my tennis shoes. The tennis shoes got waterlogged. I needed to be on a flight within the next couple of hours. I roll up into a Target, and you know, I don't know if you know this, but you can get shoes at Target, and 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 the Target, <laughs> I'm looking, I just need something comfortable to wear on my yes, feet. Yes, I know you can get shoes at Target. Okay, and, and, and there's... <laughs> I don't know. Like you're shopping at the Rogue, John. <laughs> oh man. Anyway, I roll. I roll up in there, and they've got you know the shoes section, and everything. But I don't need to like buy some new shoes. I got a flight, and so right hanging in on the tabs, you know the little plastic tabs that they kind of attach yeah. it to, so you have to cut it and everything. They got sure. slippers, but these aren't like slippers, like fuzzy bunny slippers or something like that, right? Okay. Like, yeah. These these are slippers that I'm thinking like those look like loafers with cushioning. You know what yeah. I mean? Like the bottoms yeah. are very like, like, like treaded, you know, they have like, you, you could, you could walk out on a street and step on attack and not get hurt. You know what I mean? Like they're, 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 they're cl- yeah. I mean, it, it, they're house shoes. They, these yeah. are, these are house shoes, right? House it, it, shoes. It, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's slip, they're slippers, but, and you slip them on and, you know, you, you wear them to keep your feet warm. Um, you know, maybe you can wear them when you get out of the shower or, you know, if you are walking out to go get the newspaper or, or, or um, pass the newspaper into the shop. My point is that like they are <laughs> built from the bottom to handle most things. Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. It's just, they're also very comfortable. So yeah. here's my question, John David, and, and kind of pitting these two against each other. Cause I think that they should be seen in equal capacity if you can okay. roll up somewhere in flip-flops you okay. should be able to wear slippers again i'm not talking about the fuzzy bunny slippers i'm talking about these kind house of newer yeah. sure house shoes uh, like okay yeah okay yeah so no, no I, 
<laughs> yeah, okay. I, I'm I'm gonna go with flip flops here. I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna be that guy that goes with the flip flop. <laughs> I, I, I think we guy. should I think we should differenti- differentiate between the the strata of the lowest end of shoe. You know, I I I think that. Yeah, I think, for instance, maybe there are churches that, you know, should let you in if you wear flip-flops, but maybe maybe if you're wearing a slipper, I, you know. But, but they look like, how can you even tell that they're slip? <laughs> okay, I got called out recently, okay, that this isn't cl- clear. <laughs> oh, there's just, okay, I got it. I, got I, it. I, I so, got called out recently about this. Because, a little bitterness, yeah. Well, I've, they're very comfortable. I got back from my trip. I wore them on the plane. They were really okay. comfortable. And then I was like, well, why don't I just wear these anywhere and i mean like not again not like going out i'm not wearing my country squire radio ring with my with my slippers on <laughs> like but i mean like if i need to you know run out to the grocery store or something like that why can't i wear them like to me they just look like very comfortable loafers but apparently i'm okay. the only person that sees them like that because everybody recognizes them as slippers and looks at me like i'm some sort of crazy well and you know these you just call a spade a spade <laughs> <laughs> it's like, but if, oh, that's the guy that lives under the you know the Brit. What's the interstate? The six ten there in uh, in Houston. They're like, oh, that's the guy I saw under the inner the the uh, underpass over there. So, but the flip flop um, requires like it provides you less protection for your foot in many regards, okay. man. If you step on attack with a flip flop, you're getting you're getting a poke. You know, like that's there's true. something there's something there. These are much more secure. Uh, you know, well, all right, just, all right. Get you some, get you some flip flops, and and if you need to go to the grocery store, go to the grocery store and flip flops. And you know, th- th- there's th- things in your life that just kind of describe, or you know, they just kind of announce to the world that you've just kind of given up. You know, see, but that's not. Maybe I could, and, I could re, re, I could like re, reimagine what it means to wear slippers at the grocery store. You, maybe, you could. maybe it means maybe it's a place of uh, prominence. Maybe it's something to aspire to. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We changed the meaning of it. Yeah. I'll let you start a podcast about that <laughs> <laughs> with someone else. <laughs> you're not, you're not, you're not going to go on this crusade with me. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be associated with this crusade. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. All right, well, good. There you go. I'll next time you go to the next time you go to the store and buy your OHM tobacco, be sure to rock your uh, <laughs> no. be sure to rock your uh, your slippers and your house shoes with your Glen pipe and um uh. and, and, your, and your pajamas. And, um, man, I, I look forward to uh, to photo evidence. <laughs> you hear about me on the news? I'm on team flip flop. Okay. All right. <laughs> your thoughts. Your comments. Listener feedback. All right, man. Listener feedback coming in today. We got one on from uh, Tom Hodgson. Uh, now, this is great. Tom Hodgson, he was listening to the Vincent Van Gogh episode, which, by the way, one of my favorite episodes that we've done recently. We had, that was great. Yeah, I had a lot of fun with that, man. That was I was kind of the drunk history, like the Country Squire Radio equivalent of like a drunk history. <laughs> it was it was a lot of fun. It was very sober, together. by the way. Actually, it, yeah. Yeah, mostly, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it's, it was a lot of fun. So uh, glad glad to have gotten a lot of feedback from that. But Tom wrote in. He said, "Are there any books that you would recommend for reading more about Vincent Van Gogh's life?" I found the backstory fascinating, uh, but very heart wrenching. And uh, Tom, one thing I wanted to recommend. I don't have a book for you, but I do want to recommend uh, Biography.com. They've got a really really great documentary on Vincent Van Gogh that was kind of a source for my research. Um, there's some other other areas as well, but that was really I was I really enjoyed that biography. It's a little. Uh, early 2000s in terms of its quality. So it's a little grain, granulated, gra- granulated, you know, kind of yep. that 
old school yeah. PBS, you know, you know, like 1 a.m. documentary thing that you might see. You know what I mean? But really good information there. So I'd, I'd recommend that. Uh, all right. Next up, we also have Carl H. who wrote in. Oh, and this is about the Country Squire Ring. What did Carl have to say? Yeah, yeah. He says, uh, my Country Squire ring came in today, and I'm blown away at how good the ring looks in person. Uh, it fits perfectly, and the finish is great, too. I'm very pleased with the craftsmanship and uh, kind of surprised I got number two. Apparently, the the rings are numbered. Yeah, it's really awesome, See, man. As people have been getting them in, they've been uh, showing them off and then also showing the numbers yeah. uh, as they come in. So, yeah, he was actually number two. I can't remember who was number one, uh, but I've seen them coming in, you know, 5, yeah. 20, and... Uh, on up it's it's been pretty pretty cool uh bo uh you gotta step up your online ordering game christmas is just around the corner and you don't uh want that last can of frogmorton cellar to get snipped out from under you uh (laughs) thank thank y'all and sylvan forge creations for making this happen uh this country bumpkin just became a little more civilized and that's from uh that's from carl h good friend of uh of the show in the shop so that's great thank you so much carl that's awesome, Carl. Thanks so much for sharing that. Yeah, I mean, look, holidays are are coming up strong, man. We got to we got to get uh, ahead of the game here. In fact, if you haven't gone ahead and ordered your Country Squire Radio Ring, this is a good time to do it. Or again, poke that loved one if if you're kind of hoping that somebody's gonna you know pick that up for you for uh, for Christmas or something coming up. So get those in. We want to make sure that we uh, we get them out there while they last. So uh, thank you so much, Carl, for that. And uh, yeah, hope everybody's enjoying those. Love love getting those uh, pictures in too with the numbers in particular. I didn't realize they were gonna be numbered either until. Uh, Carl and uh, Mark and yeah. others started like really uh, posting their pictures as they, they started. That's so them great. Out. Yeah. You know, yeah. well, it's interesting when we got ours, Bo, they, they weren't numbered, which I, you know, I guess ours, our, ours are like zero and zero, zero. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're, uh, we're the negatives. We're the, I know. Negative right. Man. But uh, man, anyway, just, just really cool. And uh, man, we're, we're glad you're happy with it, Carl. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Well, Hey man, this was a fun episode. We got a chance to, uh, you know, just be a little goofy. That's what the hamster cage episode is all about, right? I needed <laughs> it, man. I needed a little goofy in my life, and uh, yeah, you know, if you if you're a uh, if you are a pipe smoker, this is all, this is very serious. If you're a pipe smoker that is also a roll your own guy, let us know what you like to smoke. Let let, let us know. Let Educate us know what us. you like to smoke. Yeah, and, and and there's a lot of there's a lot of pipe smokers that are roll your own guys. I, I imagine if you're listening to this show and you like uh, you know higher quality pipe tobacco, you know you, you there are probably some great. Uh, you know, roll your own um, tobaccos or, or pipe tobaccos that are kind of marketed towards that segment that uh, that are really, really good. And and I'd actually be very interested in knowing kind of what you guys are into and what you like. And so uh, so let us know. Uh, and if you're an OHM smoker, um, yeah, yeah, give us give us some feedback. We want to uh, we want to hear from you. <laughs> Yeah, we really want to hear from you. You can send uh, you can send that feedback to uh, at underscore John Dave or uh, underscore (laughs) underscore. Yeah, that's uh, that's feedback I'm not looking forward to. But no, seriously though, we do want to hear from y'all. You can tweet into the show at Squire Radio. You can tweet into the shop at underscore Country Squire. John David at John David Cole. You can of course find all that information and more at CountrySquireRadio.com. And uh, man, well, with that, uh, with that delightful offering for people uh, to give us for the roll your own crowd to give us their feedback i think we're going to go ahead and call this one in the books my friends i'm excited <laughs> hey th- no th- th- there's a lot of great roll your own tobacco out there, there re- i'm being serious there really is I, I i just don't think ohm is is one of them all right fair enough no fair enough well they'll let us know all right <laughs> they will let's go have a day see you brother <laughs> <laughs>